welcome to the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing uh, well. I wanted to uh, let you guys know that you can subscribe to the podcast. If you have Spotify, just type in there, keeping it 100 with love. Look for uh, my information and just um, hit the subscribe button. That way, when I do a podcast, you will get notified and it'll take you right there to the episode. The same thing, you can also do this for Apple Podcasts. So I didn't even know the icon was even on my phone, but it is. So you can actually subscribe there as well if you are an iPhone user. And um, you'll be able to get the podcast as soon as it, soon as it's published. So it, it normally is pretty instant. Uh, it also will allow me not to send them out through text message. So if you have any questions for, uh, on that, send me a text message. I'll be more than happy to get you all squared away. I also was talking to my cousin Ayana out in California and she was telling me how she was being blessed by these podcasts and she listens to it every time I, I do them and she's like, cuz you ought to do it daily. I would listen every single day. So I'm going to take, uh, Ayana, I'm going to take you up on that. Uh, I love the fact that it will stretch me. It will also keep me consistent in God's word daily and also looking for nuggets that I also can share uh, with you guys. And then also I would just encourage you that uh, forward them on to people who really need uh, encouragement. That's what I'm, my whole hope is, is that uh, my goal, I should say, I'm just trying to encourage folks uh, with the word. And I know there's so much negativity out there, especially on social media and things that are going around. So I just want to be, uh, encourage people through God's word that he may get the glory uh, out of this. Um, I want to go into prayer. I was reading an article that there was a uh, young Florida couple, African-American couple, who was uh, taken uh, for ransom uh, in Haiti, Port-au-Prince. So you can look that up and read it. I, I just think we ought to pray for them. Uh, uh, last read it this morning, and I know this, this happened probably two or three days ago. So uh, I would ask you guys to go in prayer for a young couple as well. Father, thank you for your goodness. We come interceding for a young couple from Florida who was taken in Haiti. Uh, we're asking blessings on them that they will have a return back to their family in Florida alive. I pray for their families, Father, that they will get a chance to reunite with their loved ones and be able to um, uh, talk to them, Father. God, I also ask for justice against the perpetrators who have done this. Um, Father, I just lift you up uh, because I just know without you it's just it's extremely hard to live survive and have our, our just our minds in the right place so I'm praying for that family that even through the midst of all this uh, that they will realize that you are in control and we come as fellow believers interceding uh, for the family father and I just pray God that they, they know you and I pray that you will give them a testimony to really um, magnify how good you are and what you can do uh, in impossible situations that are impossible for us, but definitely not for you. God, we wait with great anticipation on seeing how you deliver. This is our prayer. We ask in the name of Christ. Amen. Well, John 17 is something that I know I've been alluding to for like probably five or six episodes, but it is the greatest prayer ever prayed. And I would encourage you to read all of it. Um, I'm only going to do with verse one today, but we're going to go down it until whatever, how many episodes the Lord will allow us to uh, go through. But this is packed with nutrients, <laughs> I should say. 
but it is definitely the greatest prayer ever prayed. One, Jesus is praying it. And uh, obviously he's the son of God. He's the God's son. He is the eternal God that came down to earth in human form, but he was sinless uh, in the flesh. And no one who has ever prayed uh, was sinless. No one except Jesus. Uh, he never had to ask for forgiveness and that's powerful in itself. So as you think about this prayer, and you, I would encourage you to read it. Um, just the fact that he is also praying for himself in the moment. He's praying for the disciples. And then he actually closes by praying for us. Yes, us. And that's why this is one of the greatest prayers uh, ever recorded in the Bible. And it's packed with so many nutrients, uh, as I mentioned, and components that I, my hope is that it will set you ablaze to appreciate how Christ was even thinking about us as he was preparing for the cross. So let me read verse one. It says, after Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and he prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. The very manner in which Jesus prayed and these words that he's used, uh, that he's using, it, it reveals to us that he's God. Uh, he says, Pater, Father, uh, what a Jewish person would actually say uh, to their father. We call him Pater. But God is our Father by grace, but He's Jesus' Father by nature. And the word pray, which is found in there in that uh, uh, John 17 passage in verse 9, verse 15, and verse 20, it means to request, to make a request from an equal. It would be like two managers talking to one another and it also shows, uh, shows that Jesus and God are on the same level different functions because Jesus is our savior God is the supreme ruler of the entire universe um, but they're on the same equal and when it comes to their essence essence also notice that Jesus asked the father to glorify him so that he could in return give him back glory and we have been talking about that as well that things that we pray for we should be seeking to ask God for whatever we're uh, praying about is for him to get glory out of it how do we pray for something and he grants it that we can also turn back and give it to him we also seen that in Samuel where Hannah did the same thing she prayed for uh, Samuel and what did she do she gave him back and so hopefully you see that even Jesus is doing this in his uh, prayer and also keep in mind that um, uh, just this whole concept of giving back is something that we should we have to continue to embrace this. Um, and hopefully as you're praying, you're starting to see the connection when it comes to that. But also, Jesus is also the only one that can ask God to glorify him. Moses, in, um, in Exodus 33 verse 18, he asked to see God's glory. Jesus asked to receive God's glory uh, that he already had from the beginning. And so when you think about this, what is Jesus saying? What is he asking for during this moment? He basically is saying this moment that I'm about to go to the cross, Lord, I want to be obedient to you. So I'm asking you to, and the word that glorified means to honor, hold, and in high esteem. I'm asking you to bless this moment um, that I want to be obedient to you. And the only way for believers to be able to glorify God is to be obedient to him. 
A child brings honor to his parents when they are obedient. A citizen brings honor to their country when they are obedient. Jesus brought perfect honor to God by his perfect obedience to him, even as he is preparing for the cross, which demonstrates for us perfect love. So in his prayer, he's actually praying for, I'm going to be obedient, so I'm asking you, uh, Lord, to honor this, uh, hold it in high esteem so I can turn right back with this moment this event and make sure that you are held in high esteem and you are honored in this. And that's just a blessing. So I want you also to keep in mind that the cross was not the end as the religious leaders thought they uh, or thought it was going to be. God glorified Jesus uh, through the resurrection. And so I want you to see this. So, uh, and we're going to talk about this on tomorrow, but the cross was the worst thing that men could actually do to Jesus. It was the single worst thing, but God used the resurrection to obliviate the shame of the cross. So I'm going to pause right here because I want to, we'll, I'm going to cover this authority piece, uh, on tomorrow and this eternal life, uh, that Jesus is, uh, is going to mention. So what do we learn from this? Number one, we should always seek to glorify God by being obedient, obedient to him, no matter, no matter the circumstances. I just think that's uh, first and foremost. Number two, even when man seeks to harm us, we can still be obedient to God and not retaliate. Our flesh always wants to retaliate back against people. And here Jesus is, is about to lay his life down on the line for mankind, for the sins of the world, and he didn't retaliate. And I think when we get ready to go into battle, we should pray. We really should. This is the event that he's about to go through. Jesus prayed. And I think he, uh, I don't think, I know he models for us what we ought to be doing as well. The last thing he does is our prayers should always seek to bring him glory. And I'm going to keep saying that. Um, and I hope you're praying for different things. I really do. Whether it's health, whether it's finances, whether it's a mate, whether it is job, whether it's transportation, whether it's peace, whether it's joy, uh, whatever it is, how does those things bring him glory? And so I want you guys to be blessed. We're going to keep ripping through this because uh, when we get down to him praying for the disciples, which is starts in verse six, and when we get down to verse 20, when he's praying for us as believers, um, I just think you'll be blessed by it. So you guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.